This is episode 18 of the Evolved Marriage Podcast. I, Kate, and I'm opening up today about how I get out of funks, sometimes using my marriage. Womp womp. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Ugh. This is our second intro because Eric did not like my first Italian intro. Yeah, don't even pretend this wasn't like our eighth intro. Ding! <laughs> 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 How are you feeling, Eric? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. I'm feeling playful. I'm feeling excited. Um, yeah, I, I feel good. Frisky. Feel good. You yeah. always say frisky. Like, it's like your favorite emotion. Yeah, I imagine like. I don't frisky. feel like frisky is an emotion. Yeah, when I say frisky, it's like. Really like handsy and giggly, which is totally inappropriate. <laughs> like a cheerleader. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I feel. Hey, don't, you know, don't take away my feelings. I have a right to feel whatever way I want to feel. And if that's frisky, that's great. That's great. You, you, feel, you feel frisky. You go for it. <laughs> how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling very relaxed. I'm feeling uh, accomplished. I feel like I've been doing a lot in the past few days and getting a lot of things off my plate before we move forward with all our amazing summer um, plans, <laughs> vacations we have planned. So yeah, I'm feeling good. I feel relaxed and, and accomplished. I love it. Mm-hmm. So on today's episode, we're talking about you. Me, moi, bonjour. Yes, it's an episode all about me. Yeah. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah, so last episode we dove a little bit deeper into how I use the marriage to cope and and buffer and avoid connecting to myself. And today we're going to talk a bit more about you. Yeah, because unfortunately I also tend to use the marriage to try to make myself feel better when I'm in a funk. So um, for me in the last while, (laughs) for maybe a a couple of weeks, I was not feeling good and I was looking to Eric to make me feel better. There was only one person who was going to get me out of this, and it was Eric, and it was fully his responsibility. No matter what was going on in his life, he needed to show up for me. How did I solve that problem for you? You did not. (laughs) 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 You tried. You did. But the problem is, and that's what happens all the time, I come to you, and I look for you for solutions, Um, even though I have the solutions, I have the baggage, I know what to do, but I come to you and I'm like, Eric, I'm feeling like not good. Help me do something. Make me Mm. feel better. In other words, obviously I don't come up to you and say those things, but I'll hover, I'll hum and ha around you. I'll cry a lot. I'll lay in bed and just kind of like be blah all day. And that's how I'm looking for you to come and see me and be like, babe, everything's great. Let's have a great day. Woo. And pull me out of my hole that I'm in. Mm-hmm. instead of pulling myself out of that hole. So what happens then is usually what happens is you'll come up to me and you'll say, hey, you want to talk about it? And then I'll start talking about it and then you'll give me advice. It's not the advice I want to hear. So then I go deeper into my hole and I'm pissed off at you because you're not listening to me and you don't understand and why are you trying to give me advice and you're giving me the wrong advice. You're not telling me what I want to hear. So why are you even talking to me? Why are you in my vicinity? Right. It's just, I get just, more angry and then I start getting angry at you for no reason. Yeah, and uh, you know as you're as you're talking I wonder I mean do you find comfort in that like victimization role of like I like being oh, in my definitely. hole like I like yes. complaining about life yeah. I like 
when I'm fe- when I'm in a funk, I want to be a victim. I want people to feel bad for me. Right. I want a parade of Kate's the most wonderful person in the world, and you know, make make her feel better. I feel like a four year old that's like, I want a cookie, and then you're like, No, you can't have the cookie, and then I just have a temper tantrum until my mom gives me the cookie. That's me when I'm in a funk. I just, but my temper tantrum is very quiet. I isolate. I hide. I cry. I'll hover. And I don't talk about my feelings. What do, you, what do you think it is you're looking for in those, in those moments? I'm looking for someone to fix my problem. I'm looking for a quick fix. I'm looking for the magic pill that's going to make me feel better instantaneously. And what do you, what do you see as your problem? Uh, in those moments, I see everything as my problem. So you're I looking see. for someone to come in and fix everything. And I'm also looking for <laughs> someone. <laughs> did I say no? <laughs> I'm also looking for someone to come in and... and reaffirm that yes these are real problems you know i'm looking for someone to reaffirm what's going on in my head right to make sense of it because it doesn't make sense to me and and if i step back i know that the things i'm thinking are drastic and i know that the anxiety i'm feeling is is you know overly exaggerated but it's what I'm feeling in that moment. And I guess what would make me feel good in that moment is for somebody to come in and just be like, and I've told you this, like sometimes you'll come up and you'll talk about it and you want me to talk through my feelings and you want me to, you know, think of where it's coming from and understand where it's coming from. And in that moment, I just need you to be like, oh my gosh, I know, I don't know why we made that decision. I want you to panic with me. I don't want to be the weirdo who's panicking about this for nothing. (laughs) You mean that like coming to you and coaching you in those moments is not helping? (laughs) (laughs) No, Eric, it is not. (laughs) I mean, in the long run it is because I I can think, (laughs) two days after I'm like way out of my like deep, deep hole and I'm like starting to climb the ladder out of it, I can like remember those conversations and be like, Eric was right when he said this. What is coming out of this? Where are, are these feelings coming from? Am I only doing this to, you know, whatever? And so, yeah, they, they do help. But in the moment, I just want you to panic with me. In the moment, I need somebody to be like, that sucks. This sucked. And I think I wasn't allowing anyone to do that with me because I was isolating. Yeah, and I think, you know, as you're talking about it and, and, you know, we've been together quite a while, 17 years, and, and I think about your relationship with good and bad, right? Oh, my gosh. Like with black and white thinking. And yes. I think what's probably happening in these moments, and I could be totally off, um, but you, it's like, you're like, this sucks and I feel crappy, but then there's another side of you that's like, you shouldn't feel this way. Like, be better. Oh, get yeah, better. there's this like, internal battle within me that's like... Um, it's either it's either good or bad. Yeah. So this moment is either a really good moment or this moment is either a really bad moment. And if it's a really bad moment, I'm sitting there going, well, this should be good. I should be happy that I have a job and that I'm, you know, working online and that I am coming up with all these activities and that my kids, you know, that the majority of my class is still there and that the parents trust me and all those things. But I but I'm just sitting there going, this sucks. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. I'm the worst teacher. The parents must be hearing me like getting snappy with their kids and whatever, you know. So I, I tend to go back and forth. And, and the good part is really coming out as should, should, should. So I should all over myself yeah. instead of just accepting. Yeah, and there's just, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of self judgment oh, right, yeah. within you. Yeah. And that's really, I mean, that's what gets me out of it. When I'm in a funk, no matter how much help you give or how much I go to you and try to, 
get you to make me feel better by, you know, I, I just want you to be with me in those moments. I, I like, I want to binge watch TV, but I don't want to do it alone. I want you to binge watch TV with me. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel as bad doing yeah, it for because myself. me doing it with you right. it, it helps validate that this is not a bad thing that you're doing because right. Eric's doing it with me. This yeah. is like we're doing it as a couple. Yeah. And this is healthy. I want to lay in bed and I want you to plan things for the family and uh, I want you to plan dates for us and I want you to initiate love and in- intimacy and everything with us um, because I don't want to do it, but I want you to do it and I want you to be like, come on, Kate, please get out of this, please. Like, that's what I want in those moments, but it's not healthy. It's like, I, I know that it's not healthy and I know there's an easier, quicker way out, but when I'm in a funk, that's where I go. Automatically, I look at you and I'm like, Fix this. Yeah. I'm pointing at myself. Fix this. Yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's like you want me to lead you in yeah. those moments, but only in the way that you want to be led. Right. And, and I, I can't I imagine what, that, what that must look like for you. I mean, how do you see me in those moments? Um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I mean, I definitely see a certain level of frustration. Um, you know, I imagine this kind of inner turmoil within you. you know, I, I see it coming from a place of like deep self-criticism. Mm-hmm. And then what I find is in those moments, you know, again, like when I'm at my healthiest self, I can show up in these moments for you and validate you and, and be like, hey, this is extremely tough. Like, I can't imagine what this is like. You've never done this before. It's totally normal to feel this way. Like, mm-hmm. I know how much you love being a great teacher and it must feel right now like you're not being a great teacher. So that, that weighs on you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, reaffirming that you are a good teacher and you're doing the best you can with the tools you have. And so I think... When I'm at my healthiest place, that's how I show up. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm caught off guard and I'm not able to really take on, you know, a lot when of these. When you can't sit in the fire with right, me. Right, exactly. When I'm not able to do in that. In my pouty fire. <laughs> exactly. 100%. I, I definitely go into fixing or solving mode, mm-hmm. right? Which I I think, as we, you know, a lot of us know this is never a solution. No, but I think that's a very natural thing for a lot of men to fall into because men are fixers. Men's, men, especially with their families, want to fix, want everything to work. You know, in those moments, a huge need for me to fix that, you know, within you, right? Mm-hmm. To think, Here, here's the solution, your problem, do it so you don't act this way. A huge reason I'm doing that is actually because I can't you know, be in that space with you. Right. Right. So, so it's like, I'm seeing you, it's uncomfortable for me. And I'm like, okay, well I need you to stop doing this because it's uncomfortable for me. Right. So, and so I'm let gonna, me fix you. Yeah. I'll give you the solution and you can stop being like this. Right. And I think what, what often happens when, when I'm not in that healthy place is I start to resent you for not taking my solution. Right. It happens right. over yes, weeks where it's true. like, you'll come back to me that. with the same problem and the same problem. And I'm like, I already gave you the solution for this. Like, get away from me. This is extremely uncomfortable for you to be here because I'm going through my own stuff in my own life. Yeah. And all you need is space, support, validation, love. Right. Which right. is all I have abundance to give. But I somehow think that you need a solution. Yes. And it's not what you need at all. At least not no. in the way that I see it. No. And, and, and usually, like I, I said earlier in the episode, when you do give me solutions, it just makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Because I just want you to listen. I just want you to sit with me and panic with me for a little bit yeah. and just be in the fire with me and just allow me to be like, ah! And also because my solutions are too good sometimes. Oh, good Lord. Is there enough room in here for me <laughs> and your big ego? Holy <laughs> my goodness. Okay. We're going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> but No, we're not. <laughs> but yeah, so so what typically happens in order for you to move away from that. I guess like what are the realizations that you get when you come to me 
and I give you things. Like, what, what do you realize in those moments? I realize in those moments, like, Kate, no matter what Eric says right now, nothing he says is going to make you feel better. You are completely responsible for helping yourself. Because right now, no matter who you talk to, it's not, it's not going to go well. You need to go. You need to take a deep breath. You need to take some time to figure yourself out. And the way I typically do that is, um, <laughs> well, first off, by buffering on my phone for about six hours, <laughs> social media. It's part of the process. <laughs> it's part of the process. And then after I realize I've been on my phone for 48 hours straight, I get out of it. And no, but for real, um, I do. I start moving. I start um, getting into a routine. I start... Um, Dancing, singing, singing is a huge one for me. Like I'll just sing silly, sing well, sing whatever. Um, <laughs> lately it's been country. I'll put on my headphones and I'll go out and weed my garden and just sing away. I'm so sorry to all our neighbors. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll listen to some country and it's got like amazing lyrics. So I just love like feeling through music. Um, I found myself the other day weeding our vegetable garden in tears because the song, you know, but it's what I need. It helps me feel through my emotions mm -hmm. and just like, <sighs> like feels good. Um, but I think um, definitely uh, the tribe taking time with my girlfriends was a huge thing for me. So this weekend I went away and took some two, two nights away from the family just to be with my girlfriends um, talk to them on the phone a few times before that just to like I feel like when I'm with them sometimes some of the problems I open up with uh, to Eric about it's almost like they understand them in a different way mm -hmm. because they're moms because they're raising kids and also working online and also having to do all those things it's different for moms and dads so when I talk to my mom girlfriends um, I feel like there's this like <sighs> like they, they get me, they right. get me. And it's not to say that you don't, but in that moment I feel different. But and I also maybe, don't get you in the way that they get you. Yeah, they right? can't, you can't. I'm not a mother, I'm You're not a not. woman. Right? That's it. So I, I feel, I, I, I uh, rely a lot on my tribe when it comes to those moments. I rely a lot on my friends, take time away to really, you know, get in touch with myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really came back feeling much lighter and much more, um, with a lot more life energy. But for me, the main, main thing that gets me out of a funk is acceptance. Just accepting what's going on, accepting that I am in a funk and being okay with that and giving it the time I need to get out of it. And usually by stopping the shoulds and the I, I should be doing this and I should be getting out of it and I shouldn't be still angry about this, um, it really gets me to a place where I can accept it and I can get out of it faster. So yeah. I'll journal a lot in those moments. Scribbly journal, I call it scribbly journal because it's I get angry and I just make a mess in my journal, but it feels so good to get it out of there. So yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I love that. And I think you talked on something that was really important, um, which is this this idea of acceptance, right? When, when I thought about that visual that you said earlier about like you being in this hole Mm -hmm. if you will. I think when we're in those moments, because we can't sit in there for a bit, mm -hmm. right? Because we're so uncomfortable with being in that hole, quote unquote, 
uh, we do everything to try to get out of it. Right. And we judge being in the hole. This right. is horrible. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't get these lows. I should. I need to do something. And yeah. And one of my therapists. It's so funny because she actually said, like, when you're in a, when you're in the hole, pull up a sleeping bag, grab a pillow, and stay in it for a bit, and be okay with being in there and resting in that hole and just you know breathe into it, and you'll get out of it because then you'll have more energy to get out of it. But if you're constantly fighting and scratching at the sides and you know getting mud under your fingernails, you're not going to get out of it. But if you just grab a sleeping bag, sleep on it, it usually gives you the energy to get out of your hole. Yeah, and I think you know a lot of the, a lot of the work is a lot of the growth is trusting yourself that you're able to get out of it, mm-hmm. right? Because I think at some point, you know, people can be in the hole and they just they they start feeling comfortable, right? We talked about like this this idea like the pile of crap you're always in and how mm-hmm. it can be warm and soft and cozy, but it's still a pile of crap. At some point, you know, there's a balance or a pendulum swing, if you will, where okay, it's okay for me to spend a healthy amount of time in this quote unquote negative emotion but that I can't just like self-indulge that emotion right. for days on end, right. right? To just sit here and wallow in my own self-pity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's important for each of us to understand the balance of what's healthy for me to experience in this moment. It's totally okay for me to experience this feeling of sadness, of, you know, oh, I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. and accept that these are thoughts that I have. Yeah, but and that, accepting that there's a lot going on right now. Right. You know, with the loss of our dog, with the loss of, of my my students, one or not, like that these students, I'm not going to see them again. So there is a little bit of grief mm-hmm. that goes along with it and not having been able to say a proper goodbye. Um, so, you know, I'm grieving two different things. I'm going through a lot of stress. I'm going through a major transition. That was a lot to take on at once. Absolutely. But accepting that, hey, this is a lot to take on at once. You're doing great. For where you're at right now in this moment, you're doing great. And it's okay for you to be here. And it's okay for you to be mad and sad. That's what got me out of this funk. And it's getting me out of this funk. I'm still a little bit in it. Still a little bit. Yeah. I can feel and, it. and I think like, you know, ending this episode on this thought, um, I think a lot of times when we think about life, right, we think life should be you know, 80% good and 20% bad, Mm -hmm. right? But for me, I have the firm belief that it's like good and bad, right? It's 50-50, right? right? Bad things will come up. You're going to experience crap. Even in our our marriage, pardon me, like there's so much good, but also there's some bad. There will be bad, right? And and you and I, we don't try to like snuff out the bad as it comes. We just expect that, hey, there's going to be times we're going to be in conflict, right? We're going to be angry with each other. We're going to resent each other. That's part of our marriage. Yeah. yeah. And then kind of manage through it and focus on the amazing times. But I think oftentimes what happens with a lot of people is they don't accept the 50-50, right? And so that lack of acceptance is always trying to get them to drive that number up and try to have more positive experiences, which is great, right? Which is what you want to create more of. But when they don't get that, they start to feel angry, mm. right? And and resentful, like it shouldn't be this way. It, I shouldn't feel this way and I shouldn't act this way. And and eventually what happens is you're constantly seeing your life as never good enough, exactly. right? Because mm-hmm. it's like never perfect. Right. And you're looking at everything in your life like this should be this way and this and sucks because of so this way. And then you put so much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. for those small moments that are should just be ordinary, fun, good days to be these extraordinary, huge moments because you're like, my life sucks so bad. I need to do something huge to prove that I have a good life. Yeah. And, and vice versa, right? The days where you maybe are experiencing some of these emotions that are affecting you, you know, in a negative way, 
you try to get out of them immediately and you never right. feel through them. So right. you eventually just avoid anything that could possibly create mm-hmm. those emotions. Yeah. And that's why my therapist talked to me about the sleeping bag. Cause I, that was me. I was like, I'm not feeling good. Get me out of this hole. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of feeling through it and being like, Hey, it's okay for me to be in a funk right now. It's okay. It's normal. It's oh my gosh, look experience. at everything going on in your life right now. It's normal that you'd be here. Any other human would be. So yeah, yeah definitely, you know, it's your responsibility. Get out of your hole, but you know, don't be afraid to ask your friends. Don't be afraid to, to, you know, find healthy ways to do it. Yeah. Do you want to wrap it up? I do. I do want to say if you're still in a funk, I have a lot of solutions and ideas for you to fix it after this episode. That I'll get I'm to. good. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I got it. Got it. All right, everyone. So for everything we do, check us out at evolvemarriage.com. Um, really excited for you guys to reach out to us if you're enjoying these type of episodes. Uh, and we will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.